Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Coyotes Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Robbie Leonio. On this wonderful Tuesday, May 4th, uh, just guys, a quick reminder before we get going that we have an all-new podcast here in the Lockdown Podcast Network that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, today on this episode of Locked on Coyotes, we're going to talk about the last weekend a little bit because now that's now that's uh, uh, come and gone uh, from the uh, Vegas Golden Knights as well as last night's game, last night's loss to the LA Kings and what we need to do looking forward. Spoiler alert, let's go ahead and start things right off, actually. You know what? That loss... To the LA Kings is pretty much the final twist of the dagger. The dagger was already in, but now this was like twisting the knife of the Coyotes' playoff chances. You probably you're probably telling me, but Robbie, what about what about last week? You said they didn't deserve to make the playoffs if they lost the Sharks twice. And you're right, I did say that, but I also said to keep their hopes alive. They got to come out of the Vegas series with a possible uh, three of four points. And they did do that. And, you know, I was like, you know what? There's still a very, very, very small chance here. It's a chance. I have slightly, slightly more hopes today than I did on, uh, on Thursday. But... All that was just dashed away with another loss to the LA Kings because it, it was absolutely crucial for the Arizona Coyotes to win out their final four games. They had to win the final four games against the Kings and the Sharks, but they couldn't do it on the first of the last four games. And that was the biggest, biggest, biggest problem, again, that we have to go through. And now, for the next five days, we're just watch the Coyotes kind of Figure out what to do next. Um, I mean, they're not mathematically eliminated yet. But you're having the count on on the uh, St. Louis Blues to lose the Ducks, to lose the Kings, and to, um, to lose to the Minnesota Wild. We're talking Vegas also, too, but that's one's a little more realistic. But they have three more games left to play than Arizona does. And two of them are against bottom-tier teams. Of course, one of those bottom-tier teams just beat Arizona last night. And another one of, the t- one of those two, t- uh, two games against a team that seems to not be able to beat St. Louis, as we found out last week, in the Minnesota Wild. So, what are the chances of St. Louis tanking? The last this last week, almost zero, zero chance it's gonna happen. So 
essentially means about a 0% chance, eh, maybe I'll say maybe about 2%, that the Arizona Coyotes make the playoffs. It's all it's all it's pretty much all in a foregone conclusion at this point that the uh Coyotes will not be going to the postseason this year. And uh you know, it's a sad thing because I think it, a uh, the Coyotes would have benefited from immensely from a postseason this year. Um just to kind of get more experience out of it and all that, but like I said, you know, losing to the Sharks two games in a row, they didn't deserve it. I still don't think like like even after the Vegas series, and even though I was I sounded optimistic, you know, just about really only two minutes ago, that they may still had a chance. They still didn't deserve it at that point because of the hell last week, and now even more so. You lose the Kings at home. Like, come on. Let's get realistic here. It's all unfortunate for the uh, videos and the Coyotes. You know, I was really, I was really hopeful for them, uh, especially, you know, I was talking about the trifecta of goalies and Aiden Hill, Antti Ranta, Darcy Camper. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. I was super high on Connor Garland, and he's still been phenomenal. Speaking of which, he made his return to the game uh, just last night. You know, after a, uh, you know, quite some time off, missing the last few games, and he looked great. You know, he looked great, and I still say that Connor Garland is great, and he's going to get his contract. He is going to get his contract. Um, good thing for the Coyotes is a couple contracts do come off the books uh, after the next year, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll go more into, uh, you know, cap and everything like that next week, you know, or maybe in a, sometime down the road when the, uh, when the season's done and we start analyzing everything of what the Coyotes need to do heading into the next year. But at this point right now, we're just, um, you know, it was good to see him back, good to see him doing well. Um, also good to see um, good performance from, you know, some of the other players. Jacob Chikrin, uh, he got uh, the goal that made it 2-1 uh, to one, um, Coyotes, in the uh, second period before the uh, Kings scored twice. And that was, it was, it was solid because, uh, you know, Jake, that was Jacob Shukwins, I believe 17 or 18th goal. One of those, I don't have it on my, uh, uh, on my sheet right in front of me, but it's around there, 17, 18 goals for the most among, uh, for goals among NHL defensemen. Even more, again, even more continuing his case for a Norris Trophy candidate. So if his name isn't there, I need to make some calls. I would definitely need to make some calls. Uh, if his name is not in the finalist, at least, I'm going to make some calls. Because Jacob Chikrin has been phenomenal. He has been a, a crazy amount of value to this team. And I love the uh I love his contract too. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great contract for uh for Arizona for for quite some time. I do also want to shout out to Christian uh Dvorak for for getting that other goal in the uh, in the first period. Uh you know, he's been he's been great too, you know, quite all season long. Um so I liked the performance from him, um, and uh, it, it it just shows what's what what's there. Although the biggest problem 
that I still have, and yes, you know, Devorah got a goal in the first period. It's just the fact that this team can't start games. They just don't look they like this was the case against against Vegas. This was the case um you know, against San Jose and the, you know, their first period just stunk. And you're not going to get anywhere if you don't play a complete game. And obviously we saw that last night. We saw that last weekend as well as this last week. All these last four ga- last five games against San Jose, Vegas, and this last game against L.A. It's, you just can't do that. Coming up next, we're going to go ahead and hear from some of the players as well as Coach Rick Tockett. Um, some, some sound from the locker room. Uh, that will be coming up in just a sec. But first, I'll let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creator styles with diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or a simple conversation piece. They're a beautiful way to bring light into her life, and they're available through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for so long, so find them by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or have been investing for years, Wealthfront can make it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based off the preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockdownNHL. To go to get that $5,000 managed for free, once again, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockdownNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockdownNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockdownNHL. To get started today. Back with you here on Lockdown Coyotes, once again part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Robbie Leano, your host of today's show. Before we get to the uh, sounds from the locker room, I do want to give you guys a heads up that later this week, Alex Kinkoff of ArizonaCoyotes.com will be joining the show to break down this Arizona Coyotes season and what's coming up for the Desert Dogs. Once again, that's Alex Hinkoff of ArizonaCoyotes.com. Be sure to be subscribed to Locked On Coyotes wherever you get your podcasts to be notified and to find out when that new episode drops. But until then, let's go ahead and continue today's episode. Um, Let's go ahead and start by getting some sound from the locker room. And uh, let's go ahead and hear from Rick Tockett, who... uh, uh, was uh, he was asked a couple questions. Uh, he was uh, asked about Nick Schmaltz. We'll get more on that in uh, in probably just a little bit. But first, uh, you know, obviously the one thing I want to address was the return of Connor Garland, who um, you know you guys know I love very much. So so a question was asked about you know what Rick Tockett thought about Connor Garland's return to uh, to the ice and how he thought he played. So let's go ahead 
and hear from Rick Tockett on what he thought about Garland's return. You know, I think for a guy that hasn't played in a while, you know, he gave us a little bit of juice there. He made a couple of plays. So, yeah, he was hustling. Yeah. Played, I think played a lot of minutes tonight, so, you know, we were pressing. He took a lot of abuse again tonight, it looked like. Um... Yeah, a couple there. I thought maybe that trip there kind of get slew-footed there, but, yeah, that's going to just get up and keep going. Coach Tucker was also asked about uh, Jacob Chikrin's performance and uh, more specifically, you know, if, uh, uh, you know, the, his, the confidence level from Chikrin and uh, what it brings to the Coyotes team and whether or not there was a, uh, like, you know, the kind of effort that he brings to the team creates like a ripple effect for the rest of the team. Um, and uh, before, like, yeah, instead of me just rambling on, I'll just go ahead and have you listen to, uh, to the clip a play with the puck as far as shots generating from the point yeah he shoots a lot of pucks that's he's really good at that you know that's one thing that he does really well is he gets himself in position and he's got that wrist shot uh, he doesn't really have to wind up I and mean, is, is is that snap wrist shot it's probably harder than a lot of most of our guys slap shot because he's just got probably a lot of guys uh, in the league he's just got that that really good quick shot that can really rifle it so that's a that's a gift that he has uh, just one quick follow-up. Have you noticed him having a ripple effect on the team um, just by his presence out there, maybe leading the way is w- with his play? Offensively? Yes, just his overall Yeah, play. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you want to get the puck to him on the point because he's a guy that will uh, – he'll get it through or he'll – you know, he's going to make something happen with a shot. So, yeah, I definitely want to get the puck to him. You know, drive the play through him uh, from the point, especially on that power play in the flank. That's uh, – you know, he's got, I think he's got four or five goals from that flank position. Now, I do want to get things focused back into Connor Garland because he was actually made available too uh, after the game because it was his first game back in about uh, two weeks or so since his injury. Um, so, um, you know, I want to just get as much sound from him as possible and what he thought. Uh, he was asked several bits about how he felt and uh, whether or not he thought it was worth coming back given the Coyotes' playoff pr- uh, prospects or lack thereof. Um, and, uh, you know, he had, he had some pretty good stuff to say. Let's go ahead and hear from, uh, from Connor Garland. Yeah, it's hard to replace game shape, um, for sure. But, uh, felt, uh, felt flying condition, you know, no problems, you know, anywhere else. Just, uh, I mean, probably after the first period, I felt back to normal in the first, it was kind of trying to read the play and not really, you know, cost us or, or make a bad read, uh, defensively. So kind of just. You know, trying to trying to get back to my uh, details and and then kind of got my legs in the second and felt good after that. Connor, uh, I mean, there's 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 a remote chance of the playoffs still, but with that all but gone, um, can you talk about the decision to come back anyway? Was there was there any concern about re-injuring or re-aggravating this injury? No, not at all, not at all. I mean, I felt good. Um, you know, I think I surprised people here. You know, coming back a little quick. You know, but I felt good, and you know, obviously, I don't think that, you know we we didn't think there was any chance. But you know, my job's to play hockey, and I like playing hockey. I hate watching hockey, so uh, I wanted to get out there. And um, yeah, obviously, tonight's loss hurts, but um, you know, I wanted to get out there and and uh, you know try to try to help us get in the playoffs. But uh, no, I didn't. We don't believe. You know, obviously, it's a it's a decision with you know the doctors and the trainers and uh, myself. And no, we don't think there's chance to re-injure it. Uh, I felt great. They did a great job, you know, getting me back. Connor Ryan did a hell of a job that week. Uh, the guys were gone, so. 
Uh, last thing from me, uh, it looked like you uh, you made some friends out there tonight. Uh, there was a lot of rough play with you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's usually how it goes. I have no problem with that. Um, you know, Dowdy cross checks me, but that's that's a good play. I think he's he's one of the best in the league at pinning and eliminating guys. And you know, I think I'm one of the better guys down low, getting away from guys. So he won that battle. So that's that's I have no problem with that. He's a, he's a heck of a player and uh, does a great job defending. So I have no problem with it. He's it's, it's uh, you know I take my hits and doesn't you know slow me down. So see all the stuff that Connor Garland says, I absolutely love it. You know. And I and I got a chance to hear quite a bit from this, um, you know, when he was down in Tucson. He was always one of the best guys to talk to when he was in Tucson. He was he was he was very real. He was very honest. I uh, got got like got a few cliches during those younger years, of course, because you're going to get them, especially in the American Hockey League level. But again, you know, I just love this guy. He's you know, he's very honest, and you know, like you said, he felt great. You know, didn't feel like there's any problem of reaggravating. Uh, didn't even worry about any playoff prospects. He just did his. He said, "He says, you know, I'm just doing my job." I, you know, what I love just from him is saying that he didn't. He doesn't like watching hockey. He loves playing hockey. And obviously, I hope every every player says that they just like the they want to be they want to be able to be on the ice and not watch it from afar. Um, but everything here, you know, he's you know he's just, he just just shows that he's a very real guy. And you know, I like. I just really like what uh what Connor Garland has to say from uh, from this and uh you know I'm glad he's back. I'm glad I can keep talking about Connor Garland because uh what would this podcast be without me mentioning Connor Garland at least once a week, right? Um but yeah, good good to have him back and again, great stuff from Connor Garland. Good, st- you know, you know, pretty good stuff from from Rick Tockett as well. Um as uh the once again the Arizona Coyotes fall to the LA Kings 3 to 2. On Monday, um, and they will be playing again again uh, to uh, tomorrow. Uh, that will be coming up um, on. Uh, well, we'll we'll talk more about that on uh, tomorrow's episode. Coming up next, we're going to uh, just finish things off, close off this this uh, this show, get some final thoughts. But first, I want to let you guys know that today's episode brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is now in full swing, and you can track all the action on BetOnline. The Wist Week has tons of sports action on the go with the uh, MLB, NBA, NHL, um, and everything going on now it is one of the best times in sports before the next pitch go to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore guys this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs into the playoffs head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up for your free account today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit be sure to use the promo code LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and that 50% welcome bonus will be yours. Bet online. You're online sportsbook experts. And another quick reminder that, guys, that uh, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models on cars, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront or a car dealership or everything like that. So why endure often pointless and seamless intimidating questioning? Is this uh, is this car EX, LX, all of that yammering, and also have them charge uh, upcharge you on prices for the parts? 
it's all crazy. Just let's just let's just go ahead and change things. You have access to RockAuto.com at home, so do it and change check check that if yourself. You can save fifty percent, maybe even you know more on exact same parts, OEM part that you would get at a car at a car dealership or a chain store. So go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to RockAuto.com and uh, check what parts are available for your car or truck. Just filling out some of the simple information on their easy to use website. Easy to use website, excuse me. And write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Let's go ahead and finish off this uh, this episode. Now, by just talking about, uh, oh, just a bunch of ranting about this Coyotes team and how they've disappointed me so many times. Because this is going back to, the, to to what I was talking about, you know, earlier in this show, as well as uh, to, uh, today, as well as Friday and all last week. And even, oh, even say back, going back to the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year, I said this team was capable of making the playoffs. And I still firmly went by that even during the rough patches through uh, late uh, late February, through March, all stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? This team still has capable. I know what they I, – I've seen what they're capable of. I watched them play the Blues. <laughs> and, I, and my mistake was relying on the – on, you know, the opening series against the Sharks – and those seven game series against the Blues, and I'm just like, you know what? This team is just—they're capable. And I was—I was—I was poorly mistaken. I saw what they did, how inconsistent they are. You know, some of the games they played against the Ducks, some of them against the Kings, Golden Knights, Avalanche, Wild, and it just broke me. Um, and I tried to stay as optimistic as I could for you guys. I tried. I really tried. With all the way up until this last week against the Sharks, I was like, you know what? Just get these two wins against the Sharks. You have the Golden Knights. It's going to be tough. But after that, man, things look good for this team. Oh, man. Those those two games against the Sharks really... You can really tell they are... Uh, they're causing a lot of pain. The disappointment, to say. Um, it's not the, not the easiest uh, way to look at it. Now, there's, now the postseason is not going to be... Um, Luckily, if you are a Arizona sports fan or Arizona hockey fan and want to keep following hockey after next week, the Tucson Roadrunners will be uh, finishing off their season, regular season, against the uh, Ontario Reign. Um, that will be uh, the following weekend. Um, be on the lookout for special episodes of the Locked On Coyotes podcast and other Locked On podcasts. Um, heading up into that weekend, we should, we'll be having a, a super fun time, uh, getting ready for that as well as the upcoming Pacific division, AHL, uh, postseason. As I mentioned last, uh, last week, the Pacific division is going to be having a postseason at this time. I still don't have any extra information for you guys of how that's going to go down, but the Tucson Roadrunners are going to be playing in the postseason. <laughs> Are they going to do anything? Well, that remains to be seen. Uh, but, I mean, you know, at least there's going to be a little bit more of hockey to watch if you're an Arizona fan. Uh, capacity, I think, is increasing at the uh, Tucson Arena for these last few games to, I believe, 1,500 fans. So you might be able to get your tickets 
if you want to come down and watch. Um, I go. I can't guarantee it because uh, I'm not in the uh, the ticket room. I can't tell you how many tickets are available at this time. I know a lot of them are already sold because I, I've seen all the fans get there. So exciting stuff coming, at least for Tucson, kind of, just because more hockey, even though it's the quality might not be the best. But, hey, we'll get we'll, we'll take what we can get, right, guys? Anyways, that's going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Hope you guys enjoyed what you heard today. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Once again, we are available everywhere you get your podcasts, including the all-new Odyssey app. Go ahead and follow us on social media. I am at RobLiana1 as well as at LO underscore Coyotes. Interact with us. Send us direct message. Mention us. Do all the stuff you want to do. Ask us a question and we can answer them on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Once again, you know where to find us. I just, I just told you. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy out there. And don't forget to howl on.